Hi, I'm Ben. I'm Saravana. And we're LOAI. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick intro of who we are and you know what we're building. So we're we're LBAI. We're trying to build uh, Faces for AI. And I'll explain what that means in a minute. But uh, both of us have worked in the large companies, you know, Google, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon. And um, personally, I'm like what you call a creative hacker. Mm -hmm. And I've always been interested in how people interact with computers. So um, like when mobile kind of came out, I, I mean, when touch screens came out, I kind of switched to mobile because I was like, oh, that's a new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, Google actually, uh, their voice search kind of came good enough to be useful. And so I actually helped build all the early uh, UIs and interfaces when I was on the iOS search app. And then later I went to Glass and kind of really worked on voice search and how do we interact with computers that way. Um, coincidentally, even helped build uh, the prototype that later became um, Google Assistant. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, you know, time has gone on, worked on Doodles and Alexa. He, uh, Servana worked on Siri for a long time. And kind of last year was like this major inflection point where where all of a sudden all these things I've been thinking about for like a decade, right? Like um, how on like uh, how to do interact with computers differently seem possible because of generative AI. So like large language models finally, like if you think about Siri or Alexa and all them, they're like command and response. You say you can turn on a timer and they're like, okay, timer set, but you're not having a conversation. With an LLM, you're like having a conversation. And then stable diffusion was also out. And like, all of a sudden we could make faces and people and like really realistic photos and things. So I left my job mm -hmm. and, and, and yours <laughs> around the same time. Yeah. And, and we've been working together almost a year now. And, and the idea is like, we think you can talk, you're going to be talking to AI everywhere, right? LLMs are coming, whether you think they should or not. And chatbots are already here everywhere. You're already seeing them in every customer service website and everything. Um, and so you're you're going to want to talk to these things, kind of like I'm talking to you right now, Barack. <laughs> um, right? Although maybe a little more back and forth than this little thing. <laughs> um, but like it's just so much easier to like say what's wrong if you're talking to a person, right? You, like think about like telling someone next to you what's going on versus like trying to type it in Google. There's like cognitive load of like figuring out the way to say it. And so um, I think like so we're building faces, and soon after like all the other pieces you need for conversational AI, so that you can feel like you're talking to someone. Um, I think actually maybe a quick demo to show what we got so yeah. far working uh, it's a little less a little more concrete um welcome to puppetry where you can animate faces using your own face so this is step one of our plan right so here we can make you take an image of a face at the top and we can make it move we can transfer the motion from something else onto the face and uh, we have many more steps where we're hoping to be able to do this, uh, you know, with just audio and then later with just text. And so it, we can basically take a face and make it talk. And when you can do that, you can look like you're talking to an LLM instead of typing at an LLM. And that's the short of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So great elevator pitch. So uh, who is the target market? I mean, uh, you have a product and you, uh, I think, started a year ago and mm -hmm. you have a prototype now. Uh, who is your target market? Uh, which kinds of uh, uh, customers do you focusing on? 
Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, so we we are still experimenting. So there are two major groups of customers that we are looking up uh, into. So one is all the startups that are building uh, these AI agents, um, be it in B2B, enterprise, and they want to create a more compelling user interface for that AI agent, right? So we provide that conversational layer um, and let them build that out. And the second one is the B2C angle of there seems to be a lot of interest in making avatars talk um, and people just want to use it for either marketing or you know, or just like making funny pictures, funny videos for sharing with the family. Uh, so that's another angle that we are trying to experiment with and we'll go down the path that makes more sense. How did you understand uh, that this is a problem or how did you validate the customer problem and demand for your solution right now? Yeah, a great question. So we started out um, when we saw it working and we were blown away by it. You know, Ben told me about this and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then when I actually saw it, it felt very real. Uh, so that's how we started. Then we made this B2, you know, a consumer app called Puppetry. It's on the app store. You can try it out. Uh, and when we released it, we thought people would use it. But what turned out was we started getting a lot of inbound requests from game animators and they wanted to use it in their game flow, right? And then also a lot of creative people, we had uh, creative directors who had done Super Bowl ads using our stuff to make these videos that they call it moving storyboards. And that kind of validate the premise that what we are building, the facial interaction part is compelling enough that people of that caliber would use it, right? So that passes that check of, is it relatable? Like, would people want to see this thing? Um, and that's how we started. And like, we are trying to figure our way out. So which kind of technologies do you use? Uh, are you dependable on AI structures and uh, models, by the way? Yeah, so we use our own models, um, but we've based it on papers that are out there. Um, yeah, I to go into the, I mean, we have a unit basically. We we it's broken into three parts, right? We're trying to find structures in the face, and then we, based on how those structures move, um, kind of figure out what we call a deformation map, how you can change the image, and then we have an in painting section where like, like you know, I might have my mouth closed and then open, and there was nothing in the original image that has teeth or a tongue. So I now need to draw that in when when the mouth opens and stuff like that. So there's a third step, um, but it's our, it's our own models right yeah. now. It's doing it, and it's not one big model. Yeah, like, it's a bunch you know, of like GPT four or three, but we have a bunch of them, and we know how to put together right and like change the internals of the models that we train and make it work. So that's that's what we are really good at. So as you mentioned, uh, there are lots of new uh, also. Um, companies and ventures in the field, especially mm -hmm. in this kind of uh, area. How do you differentiate your product? Uh, I mean, I know that it may be early today to ask this question because you are also experimenting lots of things mm -hmm. and you are pivoting from the first day. And mm -hmm. can you provide some of the, any examples your approach is unique or superior from others? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, right now I'm kind of excited from uh, there's kind of two parts of this question, right? There's a technical part, right? Like, oh, we've managed to make a model that does this. What stops anyone else from doing it? And 
I would argue nothing right now. I mean, you need some know-how. You need a couple of people who do know how to do it, but they can do it. Um, but what's kind of exciting right now is that, like, with AI, there's almost no barrier to entry for anyone, actually, especially when, like, Facebook's doing a good job open sourcing, say, Llama, right? So even if you're making your own LLM, you don't, you can, you have some reasonable place to start with. Mm. And so there's this thing where all of a sudden a two-person startup actually can compete actually with bigger companies, which is almost never the case, right? Uh, so it's kind of actually an opportunity for us um, that there's no barrier yeah. to entry. So but the way we differentiate yourself or we'll have to is product. So I think it's going to have to, we're going to have to find those that niche that like this is really solving something for them at first and, and really just kind of nail that. Um, and if I'm comparing ourselves to a big company, they're probably not going to care about such a tiny niche. And mm -hmm. then other small companies, well, if we move faster or we find it first, yeah. uh, that'll be our advantage. There, yeah, there in the in the facial space, there are like quite a few companies who are doing this. Like they do, like you can give an image and they animate it. And most of them, like, you know, they are going down the enterprise, you know, create a training video, or create a, you know, employee video kind of a thing none of them are really focused on the conversational aspect, right? So there is a lot to do if you want to do it in real time and try to do that, uh, have a conversation with the with an AI LLM than uh, just taking a video and doing like a batch processing job of generating the animation. So I think that's what would differentiate us in terms of providing that conversational layer, right? And uh, being in front of the user um and the other yeah. thing is we can do dogs <laughs> yeah which i haven't seen anyone else really yeah. do yeah uh, we are we are state of the art in animating pets pets yeah. yeah so when was when did you start the company when was uh, uh the exact time that you have left your earlier jobs mm. yeah so um the company itself started in december 2021 that's and it was a month after I got my green card, decided I wanted to quit and, you know, do something on my own. Uh, but I was already fascinated back in, I think it was 2020, early 2020 or uh, 29, late 2019, where the avocado chair, I don't know if you if you remember, uh, OpenAI published a paper for the first DALI model where they had this text-to-image generation of uh, you can say, hey, create a chair in the shape of an avocado and it would generate an avocado chair. And that just blew my mind. Like I just couldn't imagine that something that like that would be even possible. Um, and I was already in like the Siri AI stuff and like I just couldn't comprehend it. So I decided to do like AI courses and stuff. And when I got my green card, decided to quit and do something on this side. Started out, um, you know, found a friend along the way we both together, you know, combined efforts together and tried to build uh, like a, you know, a children's product. And this was around May of last year. That's when I quit the job. And along the way, we met Ben yeah. <laughs> and uh, we met him for lunch, uh, you know, just to ask him some thoughts on how we should build the product. And he was like, I'm also going to join you guys. Yeah, but then <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to leave my job and join you guys. Let's, let's just do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. At that time, I was also thinking, like, like I said, I was literally having these thoughts of like, I had tried things like half a decade to a decade before, and they were, I thought they were compelling things, but they, you know, they were maybe like seventy percent of the way there, 
And I saw with generative AI, I could probably get to like 90 or 95%. Um, so as soon as, so it was just like a perfect timing, perfect storm. And like, uh, yeah. so I joined them pretty quickly. And then we worked together, um, but our first co-founder, he had to leave. So then we just been two of us doing this since last September. As far as I know, you are bootstrapping, but AI models and these kind of ventures need lots of funding. Did you mm -hmm. have uh, funding rounds or what are your thoughts about raising investments upcoming months? Yeah, we started yeah. with just a little bit, like just yeah. some angel investing. Actually, what we were doing is, um, I mean, one is we had some credits from these, um, like Google Cloud and AWS. Mm -hmm. But actually, one thing we found is like um, crypto kind of went down. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of used GPUs you could buy that are still great GPUs. Yeah. And um, so we, we just have a bunch of GPU in, in, in his closet. closet, like he doesn't even need to turn the heater on in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. So we got a, so yeah. So between the credits um, and a lot of GPUs that we kind of got used from other crypto people and game gaming people, uh, you'd be surprised how good these GPUs are. Yeah. You know, the, the consumer grade GPUs from NVIDIA are almost as good as the server class ones. Um, and yeah, we just run it up out of a closet. We've got another server machine that we got on a, on a public auction <laughs> for $200. Uh, that was like a big server. If you purchase outside, it'll be like $24,000. Um, and we put that in our closet, change the fans, and you know it's working. So that's how we kind of bootstrapped our way into this. But you are planning investment rounds, I think, upcoming uh, in the yeah, so yeah, we have a demo day. So we got actually into an accelerator recently, yeah. a global 500. It's actually really nice. I've been super impressed with them. Yeah. And we have a demo day coming uh, September 27th. Yeah. And that's going to be the start of our, like, we'll try to start fundraising, fundraising. on that. I mean, working alone uh, for a long time and being an accelerator, what are the differences and what are the mm. uh, unique uh, value proposition? I mean, additional value of the acceleration program. Mm -hmm. I working alone, it was kind of fun, like being able to just build, like it was just like building stuff, exploring. I don't know. It was I definitely like starting that way. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that Accelerator is they're forcing me correctly out of my comfort zones. There are things that like they're mm -hmm. suggesting, oh, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing this that I would just never do on my own, even like, but with that extra, like I trust them. And with that extra pressure, I'm like starting to do it type of thing. So I, I found it extremely valuable. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Finder Global in particular is a very personal program. Like you have very, like it's this very small cohort and you have very great mentors who are you can talk to at any time and it feels like and we also get office space like we are actually in the finder global office right now um so it's been great like it's but also it's kind of a lot of other things that we need to learn and i would say more importantly unlearn right that we have learned over the years in big companies that are no longer true when you're doing a startup um and it's it's nice yeah. yeah, before that, it was like, I I was seeing Ben's face like the whole day, weekends, right? And I've been seeing him more than my wife or children. <laughs> now I see more other faces now, so it's nice. So uh, I'll ask you uh, this question separately, both of you. Uh, mm -hmm. What's your superpowers? Mm. Um, well, mine has always been, I've been ridiculously fast 
always yeah. <laughs> like actually it was like I remember in school every parent teacher conference my teacher would be like he knows the stuff but he's working so fast he makes these careless errors <laughs> and they all tried to get me to slow down and I didn't luckily listen to a single one of them so yeah, that's he doesn't opinion. listen even now <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 that yeah I totally agree he can do stuff that I'd be like, I'm surprised he could do um, my superpowers, I can do many things at the same time. So that kind of helps me and I learn really, really fast. Uh, so I was never in like in computer science or anything. Everything I've learned has been on the job, uh, including AI and all this stuff and now sales and marketing. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's kind of my, I, I can do many things at the same time. I mean, uh, being a white collar uh, job and now you are a founder and entrepreneur. So what keeps you awake at night uh, nowadays? Honestly, the big thing is like, mm. I'm not used to thinking in terms of business models or mm. or like, it's, it's much more the soft skills, right? Like, um, like if you're going to fundraise, like I can nail a pitch, I can nail like um, my tech, right? Or whatever. But there's a soft skill of like connecting immediately with someone and like helping them understand and making like seeing that they're not understanding. I don't know these little things. Like I think those are the skills I'm like needing to learn right now. Mm. And, like it's same with sales. Like fundraising and sales are very similar kind of thing, mm. right? So um, mm. that's a good point. Um, for me, um, it's just the startup part is so exciting right that we we would do without even getting a salary like which we did right it, it's just a lot of fun so that part is just like the building part aspect is super fun and there's nothing i really worry about there uh, what i tend to worry when is like i have like I, I try to follow a list of things that i want to do and when that list grows too much then that's when i kind of get anxious and you know, trying to check both check them out um yeah, so there's like just fundraising is another like a very painful thing. <laughs> it takes you time away from talking to customers and building products. Um, but yeah, maybe fundraising is the one. That... Yeah, I guess also if you can compare a big company, because we both worked at big companies, really big. Now it's just the two of us. So if you want something done, <laughs> you just have to do it. There's no like, oh, I'll just wait for HR to do that. Or I'll just wait for the salesperson to do that. Yeah, you just got to do it. How many hours do you spend uh, with your customers weekly? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so recently we have been trying to talk to a bunch of startups. Um, uh, luckily we found one in our batch itself um, called Miri Health and they're trying to do um, AI-based therapy. Uh, which personalized is like wealth, health and health wellness. And, wellness. Um, and it's a very cool product. You should check it out. Um, and we are kind of on, on in touch with them every other day or so, uh, just trying to see what, what would work. One approach we have tried is every customer we get, either it's like a startup or a game animation studio, we try to get them on our Slack group, set up meetings weekly with them, even if they don't have anything to say, but we'll just keep checking on checking and checking in on them to yeah, see what's going on. We have like a new demo, something working. We can just yeah. show them, and and then I inspire them. Um, yeah, or and then learn about what their schedule is like, and you know how they're using it. Um, what would be a red flag is if they don't have, you know, they've not been using our product, and that's a red flag. And we kind of try to find out why. Um, so yeah, we try to be as close as we can. 
So I know that it may be early for asking this question, but whenever you find the product market fit, what will uh, wh what is your expectation about creating the company culture? What uh, what is your mm. vision on your uh, venture culture should be in five years time? Mm. Definitely yeah. early. We think about it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the the so both of us are tinkerers. We like tinkering with technology and building something of value. So I think that we would want to keep going on that side. Like we are very engineering focused and, you know, we we learn by doing things rather than learning things, right? So you you build out something that will say the new model comes out, we try it out and, you know, you see how how it works and all. And I think that would be one of the cultural elements um, uh, that we'll have. And, and the other one is obviously AI has a lot of ethical stuff going along with it that, you know, we want to be clear upfront. Um, yeah, I think there's also needs a lot of agency and uh, from people to like, not just get stuff done, but on this ethical stuff, if you're like seeing how something can be used wrong, like, you know, try to build, try to think around the product so that you can lean away from those things or, or various things like, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of, yeah, of that agency. And are there any fun facts that nobody knows about uh, you bought mm -hmm. yourself? You, can you share us? Well, it's not that nobody knows, but no one would guess, but I actually grew up in the Philippines. Um, yeah. My favorite meal growing up was fish heads and rice uh, <laughs> type of thing. So. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we have that in common. I grew up in, in an island in India. Um, and whenever I introduce myself to anybody who knows the place, like anybody from India, they would, they'd be like, is that even part of India? <laughs> and it'll be like, you're the first person I've met you from there. Like, do people live there? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. It has been a pleasure having you both on the, uh, Startup Istanbul, uh, podcast. And before we wrap up, is there anything you would like to share or add on uh, our audience i don't know just download puppetry and and feel free to contact us and if something yeah. if you have a cool idea with it how then how can they contact with you i think our, well we have a discord channel so in the settings page of the app there's a whole bunch of ways to contact us yeah, mm -hmm. there's a way to email us so you can also join our discord yeah um we're definitely open to any forms of communication yeah. and our email is just hi at elbow.ai just you know feel free to send anything We'll respond. Thank you for joining us today. And thank uh, you, Barack. Thanks for the opportunity. This is a privilege that we are able to be here. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye.